Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I can't believe it's final hour already. Time flies when you're having fun. Now, that reminds me. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Before we get to these COVID rates high in San Francisco, I have to help somebody out with breakfast. I have to I have to do a few things. I do think it's important we pay respect to the commander-in-chief. Look, we've seen the mass shootings in Charleston, South Carolina, El Paso, Texas, and Pittsburgh last year in Atlanta. This week in Dallas, Texas, and now in Buffalo, in Buffalo, New York. White supremacy is a poison. Did he say Dallas, Texas? Chris, I think he said Dallas, Texas. He did say Dallas, Texas, right? Would you like to know the white supremacist mass shooting he's referring to in Dallas, Texas? A black dude killed three Koreans. Boy, that's that's some of the worst white supremacy I've ever seen in my entire life. All right. 
Anyway, Jean-Pierre got up today and she talked and this is what she had to say. The Fed chair, you know, the Federal Reserve is independent. We leave them to make their own policy. Okay, hold on one second. How hilarious is that? The Fed is independent. Oh, we all get the game. Oh, it's supposed to be independent. No one thinks the Fed is independent. Anyway, this is in response. This is her response to a question about the stock market because everyone woke up today and I mean, there are some. There's some bad signs out there. Let's be honest. You think this doesn't hurt me? You think this doesn't hurt me, the Shogun? It does. Amazon is pulling back on its hiring practices. Walmart is down. Ouch. All right. Anyway, this was her response. The Fed chair, you know, the Federal Reserve is independent. We leave them to make their own policy decisions. We do not get involved in that. And nothing has changed on how we see the stock market. Uh, we do not. That's not something that we keep an eye on every day. Uh, so I don't have, I'm not going to comment about that from here. I- yeah. She, look, she doesn't pay attention to the stock market every day. <laughs> as if as if that's not the first thing all these losers do when they wake up in the morning. Hey, uh, what's a stock market? How do the poll numbers look? You got to love that the day it dips. Oh, is it down? I, I had no idea. If someone had only told me, I had no clue. Anyway, I love that she was asked about the misinformation board. That, that's good. You think the board was mischaracterized. Then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation? Is that mm-hmm. what's happening here? Look, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the board was put forth for a purpose, right? To make sure that we really did a, a, uh, really did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation. And it's okay it's to all, wait now, but no, it's, it's just going. It's it's going to pause. There's been a mischaracterizations from outside uh, outside forces, and so now what we're going to do is going to we're going to pause it, and we're going to do an assessment. But the work does the work doesn't stop. We're still going to continue the work. The DHS is still going to continue the work. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's re- that's really important work. And one final thing before we get to this COVID thing, I just I I should have played this for you about ninety times throughout the show already because it's just wonderful. You know Chuck Todd. You may not know who he is. He's a, he's not a very good guy. Not a very talented guy. He's on MSNBC. I've actually been interviewed by Chuck Todd before, back when I was running for Congress a long time ago. And of course, he was a scumbag back then, and he's still a scumbag. But Chuck Todd, if anything, is a serious Democrat hack. And so he's going to speak highly on behalf of Democrats. Listen to this and put a smile on your face. Where are we right now uh, with the new NBC News poll? The wrong track, sitting at 75%. This is obvious to Americans. These are- you know, freedom is not free. Chris, the sound started getting messed up there at the end. It started playing Chuck Chuck Schumer. Our 1980s soundboard is just totally doing us wrong. What he said was, it's going to be a shellacking. Now, you didn't catch that part. Don't worry about it. I'm sure Chris screwed something up. But he said, it's going to be a shellacking. If they're predicting a shellacking, well, I don't know what's worse than a shellacking, but that's what it's going to be. Now, let's talk about something a little uglier. The headline is this. Why the co- why is the COVID case rate in San Francisco so much higher than the US right now? Now remember, just pause for a moment. One, I was told about 15, 20 years ago that San Francisco was the coolest, most beautiful city in the United States of America. I'd never been. Chris, don't throw your hands up. You've never left the state of Texas. Okay, there are other there are other places in the country, all right? But I that's what I was told. Now I was young and poor, and I didn't have any money to go to San Francisco, but that's what I was told. 
And then San Francisco, it's always been left, right? It's not like it was some blood red city back then, but then it went full blown communist insanity. And San Francisco is the worst locked down, worst crime, homeless problem, highest vaccinated rate in the country. Anyway, I'm going to go back to the article here. I'll let them tell the story. Earlier this spring, the city's confirmed new cases, new case rates climbed above those of the U.S. Then on May 3rd, San Francisco's case rate doubled doubled that of the U.S. As of May 10th, the national daily case rate was about 23 cases per 100,000 people. In San Francisco, it's 42 per 100,000 people. And that's not the best part. The best part is this. Peter Chin Hong, he's an infectious disease expert with the University of San Francisco, said the current high cases are likely due to the city being relatively protected from the disease for the last two years, combined with residents taking more risks as local pandemic era restrictions and messaging wane. What, Chris? Uh, Chris brings up a good point. Uh, I guess Mr. Chin Hong is not aware of the fact that your immune system, it actually needs to work out. Your immune system needs to come into contact with germs. I think there's an old George Carlin comedy clip on this. I can't play it, but he talks about how we used to swim in dirty rivers and get dirty and we were never sick. And it's not an accident Why the dork kid you know at school who uses hand sanitizer 20,000 times a day because his mom, Karen, is a nut job and he's had four masks on. It's not an accident. He's out sick every other week. He has a weak, pathetic immune system. You know what my kids were doing during the pandemic? They were outside getting dirty and playing with their friends and getting sweaty and doing normal things that boys do. But setting that aside, why does this keep happening in this country? Why is New York's case rate so high? New York City's case rate is so high, they officially moved it to high alert. San Francisco's COVID case rate is double that of the United States of America. I don't understand how this could be possible when the vaccination rate is so high. Look, this is not my words. I was told over and over and over again, how many times have we played that montage, fellas? I was told over and over again by all the experts, vaccine will stop the spread, vaccine will slow the spread. Oh, okay, once they switched on that. Okay, well, maybe it won't slow the spread, but it doesn't, it'll make it so it's not that bad. I was told time and time and time and time and time again. Oh, Chris, you have it? Oh, good work, play it. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not gonna be hospitalized, you're not gonna be in an ICU unit, and you're not gonna die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new 
new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. A booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every, every adult to get a booster shot. What happened, San Francisco? What happened, New York? Look, you can live in your world of make-believe for only so long. I know I continue to read the statements to you that every single public official puts out whenever they get COVID. I, I'm, I, I got COVID. Just grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. Maybe it's time. Swallow your pride. Put on your big boy pants. Step out of the world of make-believe. And have an honest conversation, not with me, have an, honest, have an honest conversation with yourself about reality, about you trying to step into that reality, huh? All right, I have to help someone out with breakfast, and we have a leaked memo from the DHS preparing for violence? Hmm. All right. Now, I obviously don't need to tell you about the stock market news today either. I brought it up earlier. I don't need to rub inflation in your face. It's not like you don't see that every time you go to the daggone grocery store or do anything anymore. But what else can we do but be ready? There's nothing else we can do but be ready, but be prepared. It's time for us to be prepared. Part of that means you need some gold in your hands. Not a piece of paper saying you own some somewhere. I mean, you need real gold delivered to your front door. Oxford Gold Group will do that for you. Call 833-995-GOLD and Oxford Gold Group will deliver gold to your front door. Tell them Jesse told you to call and they will take special care of you, okay? 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. Don't hope you're ready for inflation. Make sure. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it is a Wednesday. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Before I get to this DHS thing and helping the guy out with breakfast, Daggone, Chip Roy on fire today on the House floor. I support Ukrainians, but I represent Americans. And Americans want to stand alongside Zelensky and push back on Putin, but they want us to do our job responsibly. And when I hear the majority leader of the other party say, quote, a time of war, when I sat with the majority leader in a rules committee meeting upstairs and he said, we're at war, and I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. If people, if we're going to have a proxy war and we're going to give $40 billion to Ukraine because we want to look all fancy with our blue and yellow ribbons and feel good about ourselves, maybe we should actually have a debate in this chamber, a debate in this body, because the American people expect us to do that. 
when the border of this country is wide open and cartels have control of it and fentanyl is pouring in and we have $30.5 trillion of debt and gas prices are spiking and $1,100 to fill a tank of diesel and we go, oh, blank check, $40 billion. And by the way, I'm looking at my colleagues on this side of the aisle on that same point. $1,100 to fill up a diesel tank. That's uh, for a big rig, in case you're wondering what he's talking about. The big rigs. $1,100 to fill up a tank. Golly, that's brutal. Oh, and Grandma Vodka chimed in today. I forgot this one. When it comes to babies, it's the here and now and in this moment. I think that when the all of this is done, I'm not associating my colleagues with what I'm going to say right now. I'm just saying it myself. I think there might be a need for indictment. She's talking about the baby formula shortage. The government's the reason that they're not making baby formula. And the government is the reason there aren't more American baby formula companies because they've regulated it so much. It's down to a few big companies. And if one of those big companies gets shut down by the government, now young mothers can't feed their babies. All right. Let's, let's help a man out with breakfast before we get to the DHS. Dr. Jesse, I am helping cook breakfast for coworkers in a few weeks. Last time we made breakfast burgers with egg and bacon on top of the burger. Big hit. I'm trying to figure out what to serve next time, and I wanted to know what the Oracle would want at a work appreciation type breakfast or what your favorite breakfast is. These are great people who deserve good stuff. What would you serve? Thanks. Says I can say his name. His name is Drew. All right, Drew. Here's the problem. And look, it's not a problem. It's just, look, it's something we have to overcome here. Mass production of food. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to come up with a mass-produced food that is actually good. It's why wedding food sucks every time. It's why whatever big banquet you have to go to at work sucks every time. Because that little piece of rubber chicken they're giving you, it came out of the oven three hours before, but because 900 people had to eat that day, it sat under the heat lamp. It just You can't... You can't get a straight-from-the-stove-to-the-mouth experience when you're making stuff for a lot of people. So I will say this. The best thing I've seen when it comes to this, and they actually, they actually have places here in my area that sell this stuff. It gets so popular. Here's what you do for breakfast. Casserole dish. Lots of them. You're probably going to need lots of casserole dishes. That won't be a problem. Make a cheesy hash brown jalapeno and onion gigantic batch of hash brown stuff and then just start frying up scramby eggs that alone is a great experience for people but here's where here's where i'm worried you're gonna go you're gonna go soft because this is what people do restaurants even make this mistake you're not gonna put seasoning in it because everyone wants to stay bland no 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 you find some kind of cajun seasoning or something you knock their socks off with it. Don't worry about, oh, Tina in accounting doesn't like spice. Oh, Tina can go eat kale somewhere. What, Chris? Chorizo and eggs a good call. A little difficult to mass produce, I guess, but it's a good call. It's a good call. You'd have to chuck a bunch of chorizo on a stove and then a bunch of eggs and kind of do this big mixture. There was this place in Tucson. Uh, Viva Burrito. Viva, how about that for a plug for him? Viva Burrito was the place. And look, a lot of Mexican joints do the same thing, so this isn't special to them, but they had the gigantic flat-top flat stove in the back, and so Mexican women working back there, 
and they would just have this huge pile of eggs and potatoes and chorizo, and all they did was spend all day just mixing it up, keeping it warm on the stove, letting all those flavors get to know each other. Oh, gosh, it was good. All right, speaking of flavors getting to know each other, I have to get something off my chest. And I debated saying anything, but I need to be honest at all times. No, it's not a food show now, Chris. I'm going to talk about DHS, okay? You wouldn't understand. Look. I can taste it. I can taste it. All right. I have have some things I have to say. The wife. My wife couldn't cook at all when we first got married. Now, she can't cook because her family's different than my family. My family has an unhealthy obsession with food. Food's just not that big of a deal to her family. Maybe your family's the same. I don't know. My family has an unhealthy obsession with food. So she marries me. She can't cook worth a darn. But she's a dedicated woman. Digs in. She's probably the best cook I know now. She's amazing. And part of that is her fettuccine Alfredo. I'm a fettuccine Alfredo freak. She made fettuccine Alfredo a couple days ago. And here's what happened. I wasn't there. I was here doing the show with you. I wasn't there. The kids, of course, love fettuccine. Everyone loves her fettuccine. It's the best. It's just, I don't know what she does. It's magic. But she texts me that we're having fettuccine for dinner with spinach. And I didn't put two and two together. I thought maybe she had fettuccine and she was making spinach for the boys on the side so it would be healthy. You know, it, she's never put fettuccine Alfredo actually with the spinach, that would be ridiculous, right? Because who would taint the gloriousness of the fettuccine Alfredo with spinach? It doesn't make sense. What kind of a monster would do such a thing? So fast forward to today. Today, I go to the fridge. I'm excited. My mouth is watering. I grab the leftover fettuccine Alfredo. And of course, I've already prepared garlic bread. I'm not some amateur I pull it out of the fridge. I open up the lid. And guess what was staring at me in the face? I'll tell you in a second. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and let us begin with this one. Leaked memo shows the DHS preparing for violence after the abortion ruling. Huh. Violence? That's so wild. Let's dig into this. Law enforcement agencies are investigating social media threats to burn down or storm the Supreme Court building and murder justices and their clerks as well as attacks targeting places of worship and abortion clinics. Targeted by whom? Because I'm looking in the article, I see some racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists embrace their pro-life narratives. Um, That doesn't sound like who I'm worried about. You see, the truth is, We have now, and look, this is a little dark, but we do have an entrenched, violent, street communist problem in America because we not only let it fester, I mean, letting it fester is not, it doesn't do justice to what we did, we encouraged it. Remember when the Antifa animals and the Black Black Lives Matter animals were burning down every city in the country? We had politician after politician after politician cheering it on encouraging it remember the fbi was asked uh so 
Antifa or, or Black Lives Matter? Are, are you guys looking into them at all? And they're like, no, what? No, never heard of them. What happens when you let this stuff fester is their numbers grow and their numbers grow and their numbers grow. And they begin to get bolder and bolder and bolder and bolder. This is no different than a termite problem you refuse to address. Eventually, the house is going to come down. The termites are never going to wake up one day and say, oh, gosh, I, I am stuffed. I can't eat another piece of wood. Let's, you know what? Let's move to Larry's house next door. That day never comes. The same thing comes when you allow violent street communists to intimidate people. And look, beyond the crimes, the things that cops let them do. Do you remember, Chris, if you think of it, find this picture. There's video of it, too. Find a picture or video of it. I know this happened in D.C., among other places. But there were Black Lives Matter rallies where they would be marching up and down the street doing their stupid chants and whatnot. And they would find people who were dining outside, just outside dining area people. And they would walk up to them and they would surround them, scaring them and demand. They, I think it was putting their fist up. They always do the stupid fist up thing, but they would demand people did this. They just flat out storm onto a restaurant patio. That alone, that alone should get you arrested and thrown in jail for the night. But it didn't. In fact, People made excuses for them, tried to act like it was some civil rights protest. Well, now you let that stuff go. You encourage that stuff, especially under Donald Trump, because you wanted to intimidate people into silence. And now you underestimate these people. You grossly underestimate these people. One of the things that really struck me, remember, you know, I do a show every night on the first TV. I do a TV show. Every night I have a TV show to the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern. And I have another great show tonight. Well, I have a little special coming on Friday. So I've been doing more digging into Lenin and whatnot. And one thing you'll figure out is almost all of these radical groups. And this actually applies to the Nazis in the beginning, beginning too, but it definitely applies to the communist groups. They're almost always dismissed as not being important, not powerful enough, no big deal, focus on other fish to fry, right up until the point they have you and your whole family lined up against the wall and shot. Do not underestimate the viciousness and commitment of the communist street groups in this country. And back to what we were talking about all the way at the beginning of the show, in case you missed it. Governor Kathy Hochul of New York had some very... Important things to say. I should say important things for you to hear. Here's one of them. And we have to continue to ask the question, how many more lives need to be needlessly taken from us before we face the truth? And the truth is the most serious threat we face as a nation is from within. It's not from the Russians. It's not from people elsewhere. It's white supremacism. It's white nationalism. And it's time we confronted it head on. But the hate has not just affected our society and how people think. It's literally been weaponized. Because you can't act on the evil thoughts that have possessed your mind and the hatred that fills your heart if you don't have access to a weapon. That's the intersection of two crises right now that are unfolding in our country. The mainstreaming of hate speech of racism, nationalism, white supremacy, 
and the easy access to military-style weapons and magazines. Racism, nationalism, white supremacy, and guns. Why did, you, why did all those things get merged together? Because what you're witnessing right now is the government working to set its sights on you, to aim its guns at you. And it's coming from the top and the bottom. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the street communist groups are violent and getting more violent and ready to go. Well, your government up above you is doing the same thing. And then there's you and me, and we're sitting here in the middle, and it doesn't look good. What's Kathy Hochul and the rest of the government doing about it? Today, I'm signing an executive order to establish a unit within the Office of Counterterrorism at the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Services, focusing exclusively on domestic terrorism, first time ever. They'll develop the best practices for law enforcement, for mental health professionals, for school officials to address the rise in homegrown extremism. Homegrown extremism. Again, I'll ask the same thing I asked earlier. Look at your last 10 text, message that were, text messages that were political. Facebook posts. Do you think Kathy Hochul would want the Department of Homeland Security to investigate you for extremism? And did you hear what she said there? I thought this was interesting how often this term comes up. Did you hear what she said when she was asked about it? She said they're going to develop best practices. Hmm. Best practices. Now, I'm an idiot and I went to community college, but I would have sworn I heard those exact words from DHX Secretary Mayorkas when he was asked about the disinformation board. Hmm, I don't know. Let's go to the tape and find out. The disinformation governance board. You unveiled that uh, this week. Republicans are calling it Orwellian. Can you clarify what exactly is this? What exactly will this disinformation governance board do? Will it monitor American citizens? Dan, I'm very pleased to do so. It, it, it's clear. I mean, th those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security uh, will do. And um, I think we probably could have done a better job of communicating what it does and does not do. So the, the fact is that disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland is our responsibility to address. Okay. And this department has been addressing it for years, throughout the years of the prior administration. Get ready. She's about to ask it again, and he's going to answer the question. And I almost swore I heard him say best practices. And an ongoing basis. Disinformation from Russia, right. China. We know the Iran. problems, but it's still not clear to me how this governance board will act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, will draw from best practices. Oh, maybe that's something to keep our eyes on, huh? All right, we have emails, headlines I didn't get to, and much more in a second. This kind of reminds me, I don't know, when I hear all this violent Antifa Black Lives Matter stuff, it makes me think I should probably go to the range, right? I should probably practice. But what if I don't have time? What if you don't have time? 
Well, that's okay because you can get a Mantis X system. Mantis X, it's what the Marines use. This is what the Special Forces use. It attaches to your weapon, and you can practice with your weapon inside your home, sitting in your living room, dining room table, upstairs, downstairs, your bedroom. Wake up, do 10 minutes with Mantis X, and I don't just mean target practice. They will put you through drills. They will give you guidance. They will make you better. 20 minutes, 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. Don't hope you're ready. Make sure. Go to mantisx.com. That's mantisx.com. We must practice if we want to be ready. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Time flies, doesn't it? Final segment. Remember, you can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats. All that's welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get to a couple emails before I get to headlines. I've been a little, a little bit lazy when it comes to the emails. So, Jesse, I just learned your, uh, t- I just listened to your podcast from yesterday. You're in da- you're a danger to all the drivers on the road. At the beginning of the second hour, talking about Jerry Nadler pooping his pants, I was laughing so hysterically I couldn't even see out of my eyes. If you look, if you missed yesterday's show, we did have a good time as we always do. You're gonna have to go download the podcast. It's all available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. All right, go down. Oh, and on iTunes, leave a five star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am, Chris. Hi, six foot nine shed shaman. You know what, Chris? Shed shaman. I like that. I feel like I feel like if my words got mumbled up though, I would really risk saying so. Don't you feel like you couldn't say that five times fast? I don't think I could. Anyway, you mentioned you wanted a crowded primary in 2024, but why not just endorse DeSantis now? He's the man we need, and I think you know that. This is destiny. He said, keep being amazing. Look. I don't know that. I'm very, very impressed with Ron DeSantis, who I affectionately call Heavy D out of Florida. He is leading the anti-communist charge in America right now and deserves credit for it. Him and his legislature. Don't forget about Florida's legislature. They're, they're great. I don't know that Ron DeSantis is the guy. Maybe Trump's the guy again. Maybe it is DeSantis. Maybe, maybe the young... This is... Look... Let's just go ahead and do this. This is how I view the whole DeSantis-Trump thing. Because it seems those are the only two I ever get recommendations for in my email inbox. Remember, what I want for a primary is everyone to get in. So everyone has to fight and beat each other up and get better. But I view the Trump-DeSantis thing very much as being like this. You ever see one of those nature documentaries with lions? In case you don't know, a big group of lions is called a pride. A lion pride. And... There aren't a bunch of males, you'll notice, in a lion pride. Oh, you'll have some young ones, but as far as fully grown adult males, there ain't a lot of them. Why? In general, there's one. He is the man who has earned the right to uh, 
enjoy himself with the ladies of the pride. It is his job to procreate and create new lions with everyone. And he doesn't want to share. In fact, it's common in lion prides, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, for him to kill all the babies that are there if they're not his when he takes over. Well, how do you take over? You fight. You fight. A young lion will come challenge you. Another lion, a male lion, will come challenge you. And you will have a bloody fight. They can get deadly. I view the Trump-DeSantis thing as being like this. Donald Trump, it's been his pride. Donald Trump is without question the most powerful Republican in the country. doesn't matter whether you love him or hate him. He's the most powerful, popular Republican in the nation. Donald Trump is getting old. His age is a concern. It is. There's no question about it. He's always had great energy. I'm not dogging on him. His, his age is a concern. Maybe maybe a little out of touch. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of vaccine pitching. But that, none of that matters. It's Donald Trump's pride right now. Ron DeSantis is that young, strong lion who wants to take over the pride. Again, this is just how I view it. Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are going to fight. They are. And who's going to win? The pride in the end. In the end, the pride will get the best one. Now, maybe, just maybe, and this happens often, maybe that old lion, he's got enough juice left in the tank and enough tricks up his sleeve that he fights off the young challenger and then goes back and enjoys himself with the pride ladies. And sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's out of juice, out of energy. That young lion is too energetic, too strong, too ambitious, and he takes out the old one. Does that make the old one bad? Does that make the new one bad? No. It's simply the laws of life and the way it goes. It's the way it goes. I don't know that Ron DeSantis is the guy. I don't know that Donald Trump is the guy. I think they should have a big old lion fight. And then whoever comes out of that, that's my guy. Competition makes us all better. Competition. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Disney announces the new 2022 LGBTQ plus clothing collection for kids. I ask you again. Are you still going to Disney World with Aiden, Jaden, and Braden this summer? Do you still have that Disney Plus subscription? Did you take the family out to the new Doctor Strange movie, Marvel's Disney? If you did, look in the mirror. Enjoy the LGBTQ Plus clothes for kids. Green New Deal plan will cost New Yorkers hundreds of billions of dollars in energy bills. Again, I don't want to sound cold-hearted because some of the most conservative people I know live in places like New York. Either get out, get out, or stop voting these people in, New York. You got what you voted for. Don't accidentally hire a North Korean hacker, the FBI warns. I find this whole hacking thing to be fascinating. And sometimes I think not knowing anything about technology uh, is actually a big benefit to me. Because I don't even really understand what hackers do. So I just don't worry about it. Does anyone want my social security number? I'm kidding, Chris. Breaking, FDA authorizes Pfizer booster shot for children ages 5 to 11 years old. Here's your reminder that the, this government, the federal government, is unfixable like this. The FDA still doing emergency releases of these things for kids who aren't in any danger means people at the FDA have to go to prison. The FDA, the FDA almost undoubtedly has to get shut down. Remember, we have FDA executives on camera 
talking about how they've been bribed into approving things. That's not good, right? It's not good at all. All right. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Go download the podcast if you want. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. What's on tap for tomorrow? I'm glad you asked. Because I haven't really thought about it yet. That's all. Take it easy. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.